Pop. Here we go with the John Carlos, Sherry Elliker Show, and Jacob back just for the day. Joe back in there. There's Andrew and Teeny Tiny working through all those letters they've been pouring in. Collating. No need to collate or staple them, Teeny. You don't get paid extra for that, so just whatever. You're right, Joseph Minor. All right, sure. <laughs> Sorry, Sherry. Oh, wow, now she's coming to your defense. I know. Yes. But don't, I hate shut up. Shut up to me is the I worst thing. I didn't say thing. shut up. I said, what ah! did you say? Ah! Yeah. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't fully articulate it. Yeah. No, I just, that's the worst thing you can say to somebody. I do. I agree. Maybe not the worst, but top five. Oh, top five. You count them all down for us later. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say some of them. <laughs> I got it. All righty. <laughs> Here, the, the laws of economics are this. When the price of something goes up, people buy more of it or less of it. Price of something goes up. More of it or less of it. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say it's a tough one. But take take your time. Take All your right, time. Right, Hold right, on. Right, Let me right, explain right. to you. Let's say it's a bag of oranges. The price okay. of the do people buy more oranges as the price goes up, or do they buy less oranges when the price goes up? What do you think? I, it's a toss up, but I'm learn some economics. I learn some economics, Sherry. I'm going to say they buy less of the product because it costs more money. Yes. Yes. Exactly. You're absolutely right, Sherry. Congratulations. It's 101 of economics. You know what you've done, Sherry? You have learned yourself some economics. Learn That's some economics. Right. You've already learned it. So here we go. It's backfired. The Seattle Orion's ordinance intended to help app <laughs> drivers. Seattle I like that. Seattle <laughs> uh, You know what happened? I listened to the podcast the day. I accidentally put it on slower speed. It's like, good God, do I sound <laughs> drunk. I didn't really swore Charles like that. All right. Uh, the the thing that they put in place, which was an additional five dollars, would be included for your DoorDash deliveries because they wanted to make sure that you know people are getting paid the right amount of money. The city's going to do that, so they voted this thing in there. And what do you know? Look what happened here. They call it the pay-up legislation. Just moments ago, we've learned the Seattle Seattle City Council unanimously voted in favor of the pay-up legislation yes. affecting app-based workers, including those at DoorDash and Uber Eats. The measure oh, is meant good. to ensure app-based workers are paid Seattle's minimum wage of $17.27 yes. an hour, plus expenses right. and tips. Opponents uh -huh. say the city policy could lead to drivers losing work and higher prices for customers. Oh, Ooh, so price of something's going up. So what happened? They put this thing in place. And this was one of few orders. Awesome. Thank you. That this delivery worker on this Sunday was offered. Sundays before the ordinance, we'd be thinking breakfast. Fewer orders. You know, people, they love their breakfast. Sunday today, I don't even touch it. They're not going to order. And it's definitely backfiring. Since January 13th. I've got nothing. I'm not going to sit here for hours for one frickin' order. Chipotle. Their jobs have been a lot of waiting for a little reward. So you might have that hour and you literally only made $8 for that hour. That ordinance was meant to improve wages for gig workers. You but the ordinance drove the price up. 
So what happened was people bought you pay less more. Of it. The problem is that they're not telling the whole story. And DoorDash, for example, says drivers will get paid more at least $26.40 per hour before tips in their estimation. Assuming that you are working constantly, then yes, you're going to be making that much money. But that's not what's happening right now because people are not ordering as much anymore. One driver shared how much he made on this week last year, nearly $1,000. But this is what he made this week. Half. They did, yeah, half. He made half, like 495 They say they believe they're also competing against more drivers now. And the tips are going down because they think we're making all this money. So don't be surprised if you see big groups of them waiting at the hot spots. For real, we are grinding and we are for real not getting $26 an hour. Yeah, the Ronald Reagan used to say that these five or seven most, you know, scariest words uh, were from the government. We're here to help. So they put this thing in order. They put it in, uh, made a law out of it. Have to get the extra five dollars. So one, the tips are also optional. So what happens? The person gets it. And like, what's the extra five bucks? So when you go to order lunch, dinner, breakfast, or something, and you get the five bucks slapped on there, like, oh, forget it. I saw some guy who said, you know, now it's too expensive, so it just doesn't work out. I'd rather, I, it's easier for me to just get in the car and go get it. Duh! So the city council, wanting to make sure they get paid what they're deserving, they slapped the five on there, and now the guy's gone from making $1,000 down to $495. It, it is, it is expensive. I mean, DoorDash is expensive anyway, and to mm-hmm. add another $5, I can see where it's going to the drivers are going to bear the brunt of this because people are just going to pass. It's like if it's forty dollars for me to get a, you know, a sandwich and something else. Forget it. I'm not going to do it. It's not worth it. But they yeah. um yeah, they they I think people's perception is just what you're saying. It's that they think the drivers are getting paid adequately. So there's absolutely no reason to give them an additional tip. It's like it's already included, like you'd go to a restaurant and they would include, you know, 20 percent gratuity. Like, if you didn't think it would have any effect, but they come up with $5, I don't know why, but they think $5 is okay. So why not make it 10 It's the old thing. Okay, if you really believe that people should be, you know, if $19 an hour is not enough, why not make it $30 an hour? Why not make it $40 an hour for minimum wage? You don't think that has any effect upon whether people are going to hire somebody? The study that came out at University of Washington a number of years ago when they took the minimum wage in Seattle and jacked it up to 15 you know what they found? Oh, look at this. People, one, less people were hired, or two, people got less hours. Same thing happened with Walmart. When Walmart originally said, okay, all right, we'll pay more, more money. You know what they did? They cut everybody's hours back. So this is the same sort of thing, but the city council there said, oh, yes, we throw the $5 on there because these people certainly deserve to make that amount of money, and now they're not making as much. So congratulations, Seattle City Council. You screwed that one over pretty good. So I don't know what they're going to do, but as it is right now, they are um, the one guy has made half as much money. Maybe since he's making half as much money, why don't you do this, Seattle City Council? Why don't you increase it to to ten dollars uh, um, mandatory fee rather than five? Because he's not making it at five. It sounds like he's making less money, so that's not fair. So take it up to ten or fifteen or even twenty dollars. Throw an extra twenty on there. See if that works. He says tongue planted securely in the side of his mouth mm-hmm. Chipotle. i didn't know that they hung out at those places did you know that those are the hot spots sherry yeah no, I, I, know how. 
I, I didn't know. I would <laughs> thought they were like Uber drivers just kind of cruising around waiting no. for something. They, th- but <laughs> they, they got- actually wait for where they, you know, where they get the most business. I had no idea. Oh, look at that. Clever can yeah. help you. And you've learned that. And Learn some economics. And some economics. Uh, th- I think this bill died, didn't it? This was the climate change folks that wanted to uh, change the tires. I was, that thing uh, die in Washington? I was talking you- to our, our Olympia insider, Matt Markovich, and, and he suggests that, yeah, it, it's it's um, that the blowback was, was too severe and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. It's not officially dead, but his suspicion is that it is basically what they wanted to do they said tires that grip the road really well uh so you don't slide off the highway and crash into a tree they create more friction more friction means you use more gas uh more damage to the roads and stuff so they wanted to get rid of some of those tires um and have you drive on tires that don't have the same friction and the same grab on the road give you better gas mileage um, so they, I don't know if they wanted to outlaw them or something like that, or they were going to make some changes when it came to snow tires, but they wanted you to be driving on tires that would do less damage to, well, it'll give you better gas mileage as you yeah. fly through the air and into the tree. The proposal would give the State Department of Commerce authority to prevent the sale of replacement tires that the state says have too much rolling resistance, although they did do allow for uh, snow tires. They said it would uh-huh. over time, over uh, 2026 to 2035, mm-hmm. they would save 600 million gallons of gas mm-hmm. and um, about 1,500 uh, hours you know, of, of electricity. When I drive my 1966 Ford F100, you see the looks I get from people. You get it's divided equally into two groups. One, hey, cool truck, right? And then you get the Seattle people looking over at you as you're getting eight miles to the gallon. <laughs> Things like <laughs> it's it doesn't doesn't get a lot of love in the folks in Seattle as you go blasting up the highways. The thing still takes regular gas, which, by the way, I save money by making my own gas. Oh, um, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Andrew? <laughs> Thank you. You know, when you have to call for it, Sherry, it really Yeah, where, where's Andrew today? Andrew was like on a roll before, and now we're nothing oh, today. Yeah. State lawmakers are also exploring a bill to require drivers to keep their headlights on 24 hours a day. The laws on the books then require headlights to stay on uh, for a half hour before sunlight, sunset, or a half hour after sunrise, keeping lights on during the dark hours. So this is being pushed. Why is this for safety purposes? They want to put this thing in place. Of the saying, yeah. Yes, right? the current law is that it's through, in, in darkness. You have to have your your headlights on. And I think in California they've got a um, a, a rule where you wear you have your headlights on all the time. Where I live, it's when it's raining or there's bad weather, you have to have your headlights on as well. So they think that this will make drivers more aware of pedestrians, more visible to pedestrians. Um, uh-huh. And they say that the it's the Washington Defenders Association does not agree uh, because they say this will lead to more what? Oh, interactions with black drivers and police. And police, right. And so they will be disproportionately affected by this. And therefore, like, I mean, okay, go pass any law you want. If nobody's going to get pulled over, what does it matter? (laughs) Exactly. Who doesn't drive with their lights on at night? Do we need a rule for that? uh, 
I don't know what, I mean, having them on during the day, I guess, serves some purpose, but I'm not exactly sure what. But they seem to think that this would be a safety issue because they're reacting to the number of vehicular deaths that has uh, that have happened in the state of uh, Washington over the last year mm-hmm. or so. Right. And that I would proffer that of the 698 fatality crashes, fatal crashes in the state of Washington went from like 300 or yeah, three or 400 a year. It went up to like 750 or whatever the number was. Now they've got this number in there. That's because the police don't pull people over and people speed. If you know that the cops are not going to pull you over, and we went from 196 people not pulling over three years ago to almost 3,000 not pulling over in a year, 196 in one year, over 3,000, I think it was last year. If you know they can't pull you over, what do you care about speed limits? Because it's like, what are you going to do? I'll go 70. I'll go 80. Cop throws on the lights. State trooper throws the lights on you like, you're blowing right along. What do you care? You're not going to obey the rule because no one's going to be able to stop you to make you obey the rule. And they put that in there because, again, disproportionately, police were pulling over black drivers to white drivers. So they said we want less interaction so we won't have the cops pulling these people over. So they're speeding. You can see exactly when that new law went into effect, you saw an increase in death on the highway. So now they're trying, oh, no, it is. That's not the problem. The problem is headlights. But then they say, oh, no, if we have the headlights on, then more police are going to be pulling over more black drivers because what? Because they don't have their headlights on? Yeah, You know, they really work themselves into a circle on this one. So good luck with it. Um, I always ride with the headlights on and the same thing with the motorcycle. Always have the headlights on. It's just easier for people to see you, right? Yeah, I drive with mine on, too. Oh, look at you jumping (laughs) on the headlight, bam. Finally, should see uh, the uh, other one is Elon Musk. They want him to go into rehab. I don't think he needs to go into rehab, but his friends are concerned, other people are concerned, uh, because he has been talking, anyway, about doing a lot of drugs, having a lot of sex, and um, apparently he's always snorting. Ketamine? Oh, boy. Yeah, this, this actually happened back in 2022, shortly after he acquired, um, uh, what's it before X? I can't even remember. Twitter. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm sorry. I, was, I, I just snorted some ketamine. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, and he's been known at many parties to do mushrooms, cocaine, ecstasy, um, all of this stuff. And the, the concern is the, the shareholders, right? It's like a trillion dollars in assets. And his sure. words have been slurring all of these different indicators that he at times is very, very high. Also, mm-hmm. his associates are saying they felt a little pressure from him when they'd be together to partic- participate in the drug use. And that's oh, not, not yeah. cool. Yeah, because your boss is doing it, so then you feel yeah. like you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way teeny is. She's like, who's forcing me to get drunk on the job? Nobody, Teeny. Potato. Oh, her talking potato is forcing her. She's <laughs> her drunk out of, potato. She makes vodka. She's making vodka out of the potato. Boss. She what's happening there. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, okay, don't admit it. Oh, really? Uh, okay, I'm not having... Sh- teeny, I'm on the air. All right, we're on the air. It is no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Better? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Much. Come on. 
All right. Um, love stories, Sherry. Love stories. Coming your way. Which one do you do first? When do they... The Indian one, or you want to do the lady see yourself in the, the selfie? Which one you like? Hmm? Mm, let's do the selfie. Selfie. Okay. Known as the invisible, well, invisible string is this idea that we're all destined, if you think of it, everything's predetermined, predetermination, that everything is already set. The hand of God has written the script or whatever you believe, that the cosmos will connect all of us somehow in the way that it's supposed to happen. So this woman, um, she she marries this guy, right? But but prior to that, she was actually in a photograph with the guy. So eleven years, years eleven yeah. years before they got married, she took mm-hmm. a selfie, and yes. behind her in this coffee shop or wherever she was was standing this guy. This random guy was there, and she took a picture, and she mm-hmm. only noticed. A while ago that I married that guy I, I you know mm. our paths crossed here and then again and when I met him and then and then we got married it's sort of uh, underlying the 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 whole thing about you know this invisible thread that if you have a soulmate that soulmate is in your life already it's somewhere mm. around you it's in your orbit and you just have to connect with them but they are it, you know bonded already the invisible string by taylor swift mm-hmm. and isn't it just so pretty to think all along there was some so i'm looking at the photo there she's taking a selfie he's in the background just sort of standing there at a coffee shop and then she, where does she meet him later? In the in the same coffee shop? That would no. Count. Obviously, he's been stalking her for eleven years. Uh, he was just <laughs> waiting for her. <laughs> right. uh, she is a YouTuber who's got ninety thousand subscribers. Uh, okay. She sang and and wrote music, and we met at the right time. She said, she said that if it was before, I don't think the relationship would have lasted. I was narcissistic, a narcissistic monster, monster, unaware mm. and naive. Uh, so, she didn't really say where she, where she met him. But there they are, happily married nine years later. My mom and dad, after they got married, I guess they're talking in the. Um, uh, they both realized, oh, did you go to that? Because this is when people used to go to dance schools. They were little, and my dad went to this dance school because you had to learn how to do the waltz and other things. And my mom was in the same school, and they probably danced together when they were like, I don't know, seven or eight years old or eight or nine years old. How about that? Did they grow and they up? Weren't I mean- even, no, my mom grew up like 25 maybe 50 miles away from my father grew up, but there, I guess there was just one school that a lot of the kids went to and were sent to. So he's like, yeah, I'd probably dance with your mom. I go, Oh wow. That is so romantic. My dad goes, you know, statistically, if you run the numbers, pretty good chance we'd run into one another. I'm like, why is that? Well, you know, we, you know, there's only one dance school economically speed, the parents for these, you know, got to be certain of wealth to send your kids to the school. So your mom went and I went, it's, it's not that big of a deal. I was like, well, what about Taylor Swift's Invisible String? Invisible String. <laughs> well, do you believe in soulmates? Do you believe any no, of that stuff? No, I don't either. No, I don't either. No. 
And, Andrew or Jacob? Buying into the whole... <laughs> you buying into the whole soulmate thing? Huh? I huh? think I think it's fun. The other the other thing the story reminded me of is I don't know how to make it happen now, but there I think there's a setting on your phone where you can you can look at how, like how close you for various people or, or partners presumably how many times you almost you know where maybe you were in the same coffee shop or something like that and it'll tell you how close you came to, to meeting before you actually met yeah <laughs> it's your invisible string dance yeah i share <laughs> i've told the story about that song i could never hear that song without thinking of uh, dr phil so here's the way they used to i don't think they still do it or not um so the person comes out, explains, listen, the camera might swing around and catch some of you for reactions. Just keep looking and react normally and smile and clap. Blah, blah, blah. And then they go, okay, everybody, we're going to get started in just a few minutes. You ready? And then these like six or seven very attractive women, all in black dresses, would come out. And they're like, okay, everybody, here we go. And they would hit that song and they'd play that song, a share song, Do You Believe in Life After Love? Here we go! And the whole crowd is just like up on their feet. Woo! And they jamming. The music is just pounding, pounding, pounding. It's going, going. Come on, everybody. Come on, get up. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And they're like, Whoa! Come on, here we are. Louder, everybody, louder. Come on. And the crowd is. All these heavy set ladies in their 80s, 70s, like, wow, I thought we were a Dr. Phil show, but this is great. And they're like, come on. Get ready, Andrew, get ready. Here we go, here we go, here we go. And then they just cut the music. Dr. Phil walks out. Is your kid eating his own boogies? (laughs) We're going to talk about why your child's eating his own boogies. No, there's no music. <laughs> and everybody is like, whoa! They don't really, music gets cut so fast, he walks out there. If your kids, if your baby's eating his boogies, there's a good reason for that. And the crowd's like, ah! I'm sure the people in the audience are like, oh, that sucks. They tricked us. But they need to get the audience to get as like crazy as possible, and then old stone faced big Doctor Phil walks out, and then mentions some stupid thing they're talking about, and the crowd's like, "Oh my god, I'm crazy!" <laughs> That's how they did it to those people. Poor Cher was involved in this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was. Why are we even talking about this? Wait, this has nothing to do with relationships, or this is just. Because the song. song came okay. on. <laughs> it's a Pavlovian response. Yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> That's what happened? There you go. A little behind the scenes. That's what you get. Oh my god, that took a year out of me. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to cross off. Delete, delete. <laughs> a week after that dance. Veneto morte, Sherry. You gotta, you gotta practice off air before saying the phrase. (laughs) It'll make you sound a lot cooler. Should I get? Should we do this for listeners? Huh? Absolutely. Send in their birthdays, and I'll get them calendars, show them when they're gonna die. (laughs) Okay. Don't say it like that.
That's Cairo super, Radio. Super positive. I know. What a what a way to build engagement, as they say. <laughs> All right, we got we got ideas here. Teeny, I'm going to put you on the list. Oh gosh. Oof. Hope that's Oof. a short one. I do have my dress on backward. Yeah, that's oh. the first sign. That's the first sign. Yes, it is. Ooh. All right, Sarah, the time we have remaining, we've got a whole bunch of letters. First, we got to wait the mailman to get it. Oh, here comes the mailman now. Don't mess with him, Sherry. Don't All mess right. with him. Someday I'm going to. I'm the mailman. Oh. As you can see, I'm the mailman. Oh. Don't nobody mess with me. I'm the mailman. Yeah. If you didn't know, I'm the mailman. I think it's uh, some type of joke that I don't understand. That's uh, pretty typical. <laughs> That's right. Back in your cage, Jacob. I whip you again. Okay. I whip you, Mike. There you go. Now, in order wow, for that Sherry, sound Sherry effect to work, it has to sit, you have to like give some sort of audio cue that you've been whipped. Uh, right? Oh, back in your case. No, I'm, I'm just oh. so stoic; it doesn't even affect me anymore. But I also want to point out that Sherry, for some reason, does not not faced at all by her coworkers being whipped, but just shut up. If anybody says shut up to someone, she's <laughs> up in arms. That's number yes. five on our list. Of things. All right. <laughs> Whipping is twenty three. <laughs> get the letter of the day in just a second, but first, uh, all the rest. Sherry. Okay, pickleball. Richard in Covington said, "Yeah, Warren Buffett, Buffett said mobile homes and pickleball courts are the next gold mines." Mm-hmm. And uh, two oh six writes in. They're concerned. Oh boy, pickleball courts. I'm sure your neighbors are going to love that racket. Uh, what neighbors? Okay. What neighbors? <laughs> Good comeback. Uh, John's poster, uh, Lance in Manchester. I'm out says, in the country, Sherry. <laughs> I know. I know. Ha. Sure hope John is more prompt at marking off the weeks of the calendar than he is checking his Cairo emails. <laughs> <laughs> to which you should say, what emails? <laughs> <laughs> what, what email account? Yeah, we've given up on sending him anything yeah, years yeah, ago. I, no bad news. No bad news. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I. Well, I can't tell the story now. Tell it. I'll tell it when I'm closer to the bottom of the calendar. There, <laughs> particular email that I ignored. Uh, uh, Judy, uh, Camino Island, say, say hey, uh, can you buy squares like a football pool? You know, like John's death calendar. Okay. Do you know what, Judy? Yes, we'll open that up to everybody. <laughs> okay. Kate in the five. It's Kate in the two five three says, "Mr. C is going to be relegated to the shed till he's eighty. <laughs> it's not a shed. <laughs> it's not a shed. It's a tiny house, also known as a mobile home." Bob in the four two five. Hey, John. Uh, since my dad passed away when he was sixty, my mom when she was eighty six. My grandmother died at sixty four. My grandfather at ninety. What does that mean for me? Uh, please don't say sixty five. Sixty six. Sixty six. Bob. Way better. Uh, ecotherapy. Doug in Mount Vernon says, "If you fall in the woods and the therapist doesn't hear you, can you get a complimentary session?" <laughs> That's good, Doug. Good one. Yeah. Delivery drivers. Uh, Irene from Tacoma says, "Actually." Uh, we buy fewer. Oh, I know. I hate Thomas. Yeah. Correct me on that all the time. Less or fewer? Yes, you buy fewer oranges, not less. Thank you. And the Thank trick you, for that is, if you can count them, it's fewer. If it's just a, a broad thing, like less people showed up, 
there were fewer oranges in the bag. Okay, Sherry. You know what? <laughs> You're so smart. Here's a little something for you. <laughs> I'm oh. fine with it. Just no shut up. Oh, uh, okay. Cody from Montesano. Um, he says, or she says, I love Chipotle. Well, okay, good. It's a, he says, I love Chipotle, which Chipotle. is what the guy, Oh, Chipotle? Oh, I see. Okay. Chipotle. Yeah. Says it funny way. From Manaseno. Uh, Invisible String, Roger in the UP says, My wife, Stacey, and I met at the JP Patches event when we were seven. Uh, eight years later, we met again in high school. Six years after that, we got married. Our 33rd anniversary is in July. Well, congratulations to you, lovebirds. Uh, teeny mm-hmm. Tiny, Michelle in the 425, falling apart by the end of the week. I feel you, Teeny. I feel you. Uh, yes. You need to eat more potatoes. You'll feel better. Good, fellas, the 206. All uh, right, that's enough. Uh, cheers to Sherry uh, for for hating. Shut up. Yeah, I know. Okay. My father and mother never used it. <laughs> they brought us up to feel that it was equivalent to swearing, demeaning, and déclassé. You are a sophisticated person. Well, thank you, okay. good fellas. Um, headlights and tires. <laughs> Paul at Long Beach, Canada has the 100% headlights on on rule. That's right. Headlights on 24-7. No state has this yet, but another example of the Dems trying to be the first. V206 says, if running headlights are required, then people need to know how to operate the dimmer switch and the high beams. Yes, true on that, V. Nothing worse than that guy coming at you. <sighs> can't see him. Mm. Um, got, oh. Uh-oh, ooh, ooh, wow. Can't and now it is on. time for the letter of the day. All right, Tina, here's something for you. <laughs> oh, right. This is a disaster. Uh-huh. Oh. You know. I, I missed Tina. I hit Chris Martin. That's where that sounded. Oh, <laughs> poor Chris. Oh, He's all right. All right, Scott and Eugene. There once was a man named John who changed mm-hmm. Susan's walk-on song. As for Teeny and me, with each other, we agree the decision was completely wrong. Bring back Taste the Biscuit. Thank you. Thank you, Scott and Eugene. We'll take that under advisement. All right. That's all she wrote. (laughs) So many jokes in there. Good job. Good job, Scott. All right. You know what we can do? We have another hour. We're all warmed up. Let's do that.